What is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of your favorite podcast, the Grow Die Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside your co-host, Scott Simmons. And man, I'm pumped up. I'm fired up. I'm ready to rock and roll on this topic today. Twitter pissed me off, man. Twitter showed its poor hands again. There's some unintelligence going on there. So we're going to fix that up. And we have a great topic to talk about today. Talk about eating like a dog. And if you think we're talking about food, just wait till we dive in. This one gets intense. I'm fired up. I'm going to see you inside episode 21. Coming off of, uh, man, Yeti, I'm back at it, dude. I'm back at it. I'm back at it with offending Twitter idiots. Yeah. That fucking feels good, man. <laughs> welcome you know back. What a welcome back to the show, baby. <laughs> you know what's funny? I built my brand majority on Twitter. Um, really? I used to do these threads, uh, these long threads. And it was back when like, like before threads were like easy to like conduct. Now you like write a tweet mm-hmm. and you have the plus there yep. and you like just go on and then tweet it all at once. Yeah. Um, I would spend like 20 minutes on a thread, mm-hmm. making a thread from beginning to end. Okay. And so, you know, then at that time it's kind of a shit show, like in your mentions and your retweets and your favorites, like going back and like addressing everything. If there's questions, if there's feedback, there's whatever. Yeah, man, I did threads consistently. I would say two really good ones a week. Um, that would get over 50,000 impressions. It's just one thing I miss about Twitter is it's so easy to get hundred K impressions. It's so oh, really, I just, I can't deal with the idiots. Yeah, dude. So I would do all that shit. And then it's like, I notice, you know, over time, there's like more and more idiots that just pop out of the world. Mm-hmm. Like more and more people that just don't have any intellectual depth to them. Mm-hmm. They don't have any critical thinking capabilities. Mm-hmm. They're just mouth breathing idiots that just look for the next headline to jump on. Yeah. Or they give their opinion where their opinion is not warranted. They don't have the experience or the education to give an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, or they give an opinion that's just completely biased. Like, dude, keto and vegans ra- ran me out of Twitter. Oh, I bet. Yeah, they ran me out of Twitter, but they also made me a fuck ton of money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. I mean, y'all lost. <laughs> y'all yeah, lost real yeah, bad. Yeah. But dude, like these people, and then, you know, I mean, you get on Twitter now and it's like, I mean, just the other day. Everyone's like, got an opinion. I, dude, I shared this, I shared this thing on my uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it said there was a nationwide IQ test today Mm. said, if you think the president suggested that we drink Lysol or, you know, inject disinfectant, you lost. Yeah. You failed the IQ test. It's like I got on Twitter and I see all this shit popping off. And I'm like, man, surely there has to be more to this. So I go first. Oh, my God, Scott. I didn't tell you about this, dude. Finding the actual clip. Of mm-hmm. what he said, yeah, off outside of the White House's official link, yeah, and I don't fucking click on Fox News okay. for very obvious okay. reasons. For the same reason, yeah. I don't click on CNN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my! It was impossible. This is why people are so stupid <laughs> because every headline here, yeah. So I go and I find the actual video. Yeah, what happened. Man, do you, do you know about what happened? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. it was his press conference and he yeah. he was talking yeah. about it. Yeah, but they, well, they were talking about ways that they you know they they know that bleach, yeah, they know that like Lysol How can it kill it yeah. when it's on yeah. the surface, yeah. And um, you know they that, that there was uh, the sunlight. They know that very intense sunlight exposure mm-hmm. oftentimes can kill viruses, mm-hmm. and so that information was presented yeah well yeah you've gotten like flu shots and stuff for yeah, like you got yeah. vaccines yeah you know there's disinfectant and all that 
Okay. Did okay. not. It's like, it's actually funny because like it backfired really poorly because it's like you're already injecting disinfectant into yourself. <laughs> Clorox. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, and, and so he asked, because asking questions is one of the most powerful things you can do. Yeah. And actually, it's kind of funny. I don't think I've ever heard this president ask a fucking question before. <laughs> that's true. So maybe that's what sure. people are yeah. like, wait, he's not acting like he fucking knows everything. Yeah. He's actually yeah. acting humble for once. Okay. So he asked if there was a way we could experiment on humans with that. Mm-hmm. That is an extremely fair question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, to, like I'm a scientist and I think that's a great question. Yeah. Like, is there a way we can take some of the chemical yeah. and we know that it cleans us. this? Yeah. Okay. And we know that we do not have a vaccine for this right now. Yeah. You know, that all started on Twitter. That whole shit show really? shit storm. It all started on Twitter. Interesting. Like that just shows Dude. a level of intelligence. And I'm like, this is no, I am not making a stand right here because yeah. you see Biden's tweet. No. What <laughs> Does this make him uneducated? His low IQ. Yeah, he he goes. I can't believe I have to tweet this, but please <laughs> don't that. drink. I died. I died. I was like, that's a good one. I was like, that's a solid tweet. I, I heard that. I laughed. I was like, I can't believe Joe Biden just tweeted I this. I know. You know. You know what I kind of find sad. And both of us always do it whenever yeah. we fucking bring this shit up. Like we have to preface everything. Oh yeah. With this isn't me making a stance. <laughs> you know that's kind of sad. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of sad. You know why? It shouldn't be that way. You know why it's like people that? can't handle it. Twitter people. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter people is what ruined it. Yeah, dude. It truly. Did. Context. It context is such a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, but it can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Yeah. And so many people don't want to just like, like dive, just dive. I'm just asking you to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even asking you to dive that deep. Yeah. Just like have some form of critical thinking ability. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is like I remember going through school and in college, especially, they harped on we want to teach you how to think critically. Mm-hmm. Like when you think back on your college classes, there was not a single thing in there. Like that was just words. Those were all words. Yeah, dude. Thinking, quote unquote, thinking critically was just doing your homework. Just literally doing your homework. There was no actual thought provoking conversation or like debate. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, no. Debate's really bad in college. Interesting. Wow. I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. And so like these people come out and it's like, you know, your parents hand you a lot of information. Yep. We've always had the internet. So like yeah. it's not like we have to go deep diving into a newspaper. Like that's how our parents got it educated mm-hmm. or, you know, books or, you know, whatever. Um, I would say magazines, but I'm not sure how educational, how informative magazines. Yeah. I don't think they're very informative. Um, like our parents had to just like work harder mm-hmm. to obtain sure. information. And like now people just like, you know, their homepage is like, uh, like Yahoo or mm-hmm. their homepage is CNN yeah. or, you know, Fox news. Yeah, yeah. And they just like, they're about to go to ESPN.com, but on the way to typing that in the 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 browser, they see two headlines. <laughs> and these headlines have to be true. Savannah did this yesterday. <laughs> she was on YouTube and yeah. she she was working. She's looking yeah. for a client video yeah. to like help. And she was working. I heard something talking about like politics. I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you watching? That's and so she goes, funny. I got distracted. That is so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. Hey, she was trying. That's she cute. Was trying. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And you know, cause I, I, I get distracted think, too. I think it's imperative for everyone to have like political intelligence. Mm-hmm. 
you don't necessarily need to have a belief. Mm-hmm. I do think it's imperative to just like have an understanding of what's happening. Yeah. You know, like have an understanding of what's going on. I think that's, I think that's a good way to be. Yeah. Um, I kind of grew up with it. I would agree. I would say that I would be the first one to t- say to myself, I'm not as educated as I probably should be. Yeah. Yeah. But we also, you know, like we also, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because our lives aren't run by this shit. Yeah. Like, dude, I just don't give a fuck, man. I kind of, I kind of think you're all, I honestly, I, I truly believe I'd be a far better president than any of the fucking, <laughs> anyone you we have up there. You heard now. it here. You heard it here first. Yeah. It's the 21. Yeah. Me and Steven, me and Steven have this thing that like Uh-oh. whenever we go back and forth and it's just like genius talk after yeah. genius talk. And it's I'm Haley Kwong 2020, baby. Haley Kwong 2020. <laughs> dude, yeah. Me and Savannah were talking about this. You're quite the entertainer. Yeah. You're very yeah. Trump like and you're entertaining. I am. I am. And I am. Steven's <laughs> very good at the back end. Yeah. He's very diplomatic. What a yeah. solid yeah. combo. I would be able to draw people in. Yeah. I would be able to get I would be able to get a majority of America to rally behind a message. And Steven would hold them, yeah. keep them. He would. He would. Like, dude, we'd crush that. Yeah. And then we'd get elected. We'd be like, so now what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic. Yeah, dang. Now what the fuck do we do? Yeah. But this podcast is not about politics. I can promise you that. This podcast is about, well, number one, it's about eating like a dog. And we're going to talk about that soon. But it's also about critical thinking capabilities. Why I got away from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of you know folks who listen to this podcast, you probably started following me on Twitter a long time ago. Why I stopped doing Twitter? The idiots ruined it, man. Yeah. The idiots just burned down the village. Has your Twitter, has your tweeting shifted from like those thought provoking threads to like kind of just fucking around? Yeah, kind of just fucking around. I try to add input here and there where I can. I honestly, I kind of use some for support. Sometimes they seem pretty like deep. Yeah, I, I have some. So honestly, those just come to me. No. Um, yeah, they, they, they just come to me and I just roll with it yeah. and I just like put it on there yeah. um, or that, you know, something kind of triggered the thought, mm-hmm. uh, but still it falls under the coming to me category. Um, so I, I do saw some tweets, but you know, I used to tweet every day. I used to be extremely active on there. I would tweet multiple times a day, every day. I'd make sure my interaction was really good. Uh, like getting back to people was really good. I, I kind of just go in there for support now, uh, support. I want to see what's going on. I do, I do follow some extremely interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like learning. Honestly, I don't, I don't follow anyone that's like fitness, fitness focused, um, yeah. that I find incredibly entertaining on there. It's more so just various topics. Yeah. Cause you know, I, I like having tidbits from everything. Okay. You know, I like, I want to be able to like talk to anyone about anything. Okay. I follow a ton of scientists on there. Do you really? There's so many scientists. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, I, I guess I kind of decipher my view of the world based on what, you know, they're kind of presenting, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Scientists have a lot of power over me, um, which is <laughs> kind of good. And bad. Yeah, sure. Because like deciphering through scientists is tough because they're all so intelligent. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a scientist cannot lean. The scientist okay. has yeah. to be d- dead in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. scientists can play that off very well. Okay. Um, myself included. Like I, I can play that off very well. And... I think it's, it's you, you kind of have to be a chameleon to be a good scientist. Interesting. Like, of course you have your beliefs. Yeah. But you have to understand like once that lab coat goes on, the beliefs don't matter. Yeah. Like once I open up WhatsApp and I start responding to clients, the beliefs don't matter. It's data. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to kind of drive that. Yeah. And I don't think most people can be as objective as I am. Okay. Uh, but I follow some great scientists on there too. One of the scientists, one of my favorite follows, like he was in my top three. 
I had to unfollow the other day. He just like his Twitter since the coronavirus started has just been the most like anti-American or like oh really yeah just dude it's weird yeah it got did weird. the 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 doctors who tweet stuff that like yeah. you read share and you call yeah. it out like hey this isn't true actually yeah that's mine like i can't believe that oh my god yeah dr ken burns he's horrible <laughs> like if i saw dr ken burns in public and i you're like send this down by him i would fight him yeah he's that bad really he's hurt that many people's lives it's really interesting yeah He's terrible. He's horrible. You always think that the doctors are the ones who are like, I know. straight. I know it's in, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, they've kind of been some of the most biased people I've had in my life. Like, yeah. you know, I don't go to the doctor. Yeah. I do all my own blood work. Well, they're um, all scientists kind of, they are in their own way. They are, but they're so biased. Yeah. I do all my own blood work. I do all of my own research. I, I do all my own checkups to revive. I do everything I do. I just do it myself now. Mm-hmm. Cause like I got, I got tired of the shit. Like I'd go in and you'd tell me something and it's like, that's actually not how it works in a physiological nature. Yeah. And like, now you're stumped and like offended that I'm calling you out. Yeah. Well, well, your job is to tell me what's going on Mm -hmm. internally. That was after I had my kidney issue. Oh really? Yeah. And like, this wasn't like what was being said to me was not how was the functioning behind it was not how a kidney actually flows. Really? And that was my last time going to a doctor. After that, I was just done. So ever since then, I've just done all my own shit. Okay. And you know, it's frustrating because there's amazing doctors out there. Yeah. There's incredible doctors who every single day save the world. And like, again, you know, when they put that doctor hat on, when they show up to work, there's no bias. Yeah. It's just the well-being of that client. And I think that's an important, you know, place to be. Mm-hmm. But getting to the meat and potatoes, um, why we're talking about Twitter today? Well. Megan tweeted something about, you know, chasing, uh, Megan tweeted talking about how flavor and food, you mm-hmm. know, to really make the best physique progress you possibly can, you really need to stop worrying about flavor mm-hmm. and you worry about the function. Mm-hmm. You know, I quote shared it and I was talking about eating like a dog. Yeah. Cause it's a you know, pretty well known, um, you said to be metaphor, you maybe said to be a successful bodybuilder. Or something, yeah. To be a successful bodybuilder, like you got to eat like a dog. You yeah. got to get used to eating like a dog. Yeah. And, um, you know, anyone who's in bodybuilding understands what that means. Anyone who has a huge goal in bodybuilding understands that the quality of the food, mm-hmm. the wholesome nutrition in that meal, that's what matters. Not the flavor. Mm-hmm. It's the function of that meal. And where does that get you? Does it get it? get you closer to the goal, then that's what you do. Mm-hmm. All of these people who not a single one of them is even within three years of competition. I'm going to, I'm not going to read any of the tweets, but I'm going to look how many responses there are. Yeah. Just while you're talking. They lost their minds, lost their minds, quote tweeting and like sharing their thoughts and like responding back and all this shit. Acting like we were wrong mm-hmm. when our tweet tweets were clearly appealing to bodybuilders and yeah. people who are high and are high on um, and, and, and trying to achieve huge physicals in bodybuilding. What does eating like a dog mean? And why does this matter? This is so much more than food. This is so much further than food. Eating like a dog means doing the mundane tasks over and over and over again. What does a dog do every day? Wakes up. Go outside to go to the bathroom. They come in. They eat their first meal. They drink their water. Maybe you take them on a walk. Come back. They lounge around. You let them back outside. You go to your errands or work, you know, whatever for the day. You come back. 
They greet you. You feed them again. You water them again. They go outside again. You take them on a walk again. They play again. Every single day in the life of a dog is the exact same It's really thing. predictable. There's no variance. Yeah. Dogs are on a schedule. They understand their schedule. They know what's coming. They know when it's coming. They know what's next. They know that every single day is going to be the exact same thing. And those things get them excited. And those things make them happy. That's what eating like a dog is about. Every single day you're doing the same mundane task. What does a bodybuilder do? A bodybuilder wakes up at a certain time. A bodybuilder checks their weight. A bodybuilder checks their fasted blood glucose reading. A bodybuilder takes their growth hormone. A bodybuilder waits 15 minutes. A bodybuilder starts making their first meal. They eat their first meal. They go train. They, at the gym, they have their shake. After the gym, they have a shake. They come back. They make their meal. The same meal they had yesterday. They eat. They lounge for a bit to calm their mind back down from to, to, into a sympathetic state. They try to manage their stress. They eat again. They get their work done. They go for a walk. They eat again. They <laughs> You see where we're going. <laughs> every single day is the fucking same. Yeah. Not because it's like this, oh my God, like like what we're talking about chasing flavor, we're talking about why are you chasing excitement? Mm-hmm. Why are we chasing the next high? Mm-hmm. We're chasing achievement. We're not chasing excitement. Dogs just chase the fucking happiness that they feel from the next step being completed. Mm-hmm. Bodybuilders chase the achievement of the next step being completed, knowing that they're one step closer to the goal. That's what eating like a fucking dog means. It kind of makes me think about the people who, uh, who question, you know, being on a program for 12 weeks. Yeah. It's kind of the same myth. It's kind of the same thought process. Really? Yeah, it is. Why am I doing the same thing for 12 weeks? Yeah. Greatness is achieved by doing a mundane task time and time and time and time and time and time and time again to where you can close your fucking eyes and do it to where even if you try to fuck up, you can't fuck up. Uh, the greatness is achieved by just mastering every single fine detail and every single variable that you possibly can. See, where people go wrong is they turn on the NBA Sunday game and they just see it's so casual for LeBron to go 36, mm-hmm. 12, and 12. You know what it takes for LeBron to go 36, 12, and 12? LeBron wakes up at 5. LeBron gets and goes out and he has his first meal. He hits the weight room. He has a second meal. He recovers and he has all the recovery tools in the world to recover. He heads to practice. First one there shooting around. Last one there to leave. Great teammate in his locker room. Does all of his duties. Crosses all of his T's. Dots all of his I's. Eats his next meal. He has all the recovery tools. He's using them again. He has the massage person come massage him. He has a chiropractor, you know, crack his spine. He... He, every single thing he does, every single variable, you don't see. You tune in on Sunday and watch him go fucking God mode. Mm-hmm. You know how he can go God mode? Because these mundane fucking tasks, he has absolutely mastered them. He has mastered it to the extent that he knows exactly every single dribble how that ball should feel in his hand with every single move he makes on the court, wherever anyone is, he knows exactly where he needs to be. He doesn't even need to be looking for him to know where his teammates are, to be able to find them on the offensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. The instincts are so there and the instincts aren't 
given to him by God is because he's practiced and achieved and paid such close focus to the point to all of the mundane tasks, Mm -hmm. the tiniest little details he has completely mastered. Yeah. He's not out here searching for excitement. He's trying to win championships. And after he wins, if the NBA season resumes this year, after he wins this year's championship, he's going to hug that trophy and he's going to start thinking about next year's championship. And then meanwhile, all the Los Angeles Lakers fans are partying for months. LeBron's working. Yeah. LeBron's got that ball in the hands, feeling that dribble, practicing his passing Mm -hmm. the next morning. That's the difference. And that's why you and I can't see eye to eye mm-hmm. because you're not willing to do those things. So when you come at me acting like my tweet is this context, when you can't even understand <laughs> what it's like looking at a bodybuilding stage, you can't even understand what it's like looking at your progress pictures thinking, fuck, you don't even understand what it's like fucking getting tanned backstage, yeah. knowing that every single variable is decimated. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to be out on stage knowing you've got them. It's done. So don't fucking talk to me. You have no experience to talk to me. You want to take this and make this about with this girl, this girl, Scott, this girl quote tweeted Megan Sweet and said, I lost 10 pounds eating French toast. <laughs> I pulled up her profile. Guess what she looks like? The exact image you have in your mind right now is what she looks like. Karen. Hey, hey Karen. Look, I'm not here to take shots at people. Everyone's got their thing. Every, it might have been. I hope it's not everyone's actually. Everyone's got their thing and yeah. everyone's got the, sh- you know what? Hey, hey, more power to you, man. Dude, you know what bothers me the most? What? Is that. You guys can have your opinion. Yeah. And you can share that opinion. Yeah. But the second you share that opinion <laughs> and someone else decides they don't think you should share that yeah. opinion, it's okay for them to bash your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is With, that? Without understanding context, without having experience, without being intelligent. Yeah. They just, I lost 10 pounds eating French toast. <laughs> And you know what? God damn it. You look like you'd lose another 10 if you went for a walk. You know what? This is about as intelligent as our conversation where I put the peanut butter on one side of the bread and the jelly on one. And you put the peanut butter and the jelly, which I think is psychotic on the (laughs) same same side. side. (laughs) But the jelly, the, the jelly has less exposure time to moisten the bread if it's only put on this, the peanut butter. Okay, so we have bread. What kind of bread do you butter. buy? No, hang on. <laughs> Sourdough. We have bread. We have <laughs> peanut butter. We have jelly. The other slice, the top of that sandwich, waits until you're ready to eat it. Because you have to clean off the knife. Mm-hmm. You have to put the peanut butter back. Mm-hmm. You have to put the fucking jelly back. Mm-hmm. You got to carry the sandwich over to wherever you're going to eat it at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, that's 30, 40 seconds that the jelly had to moisten the bread a little bit. I want the bread nice and crisp, but I don't I don't want it like toasted. I just want the bread crisp. And so now I put the bread on and the bread's been on for one second and I start eating the sandwich mm-hmm. with the bread not moistened. But then I can't get the even distribution of both if I'm trying to spread them together. You cannot, but I just want to fuck ton of both on there. 
Like you should see my peanut butter and jelly. My Dude, peanut butter and jelly here's, sandwich here's is other as intense is. as you guys think it is. It is a it is monster. A, it is a team Haley. It is a team Haley. PB and J. You never seen a more team Haley PB and J. <laughs> Oh shit! We should probably get back on top. It's exactly what all of you like. Imagine the girl who said she lost ten pounds eating French toast, and it's on. Imagine what my PB and J looks like, and you are right, fucking there, man. That's what it looks like. Oh man! But why does this matter? A lot of it matters. Well, it matters for various reasons. Number one, it matters because. If you're someone who's trying to achieve at a very high level, this is much more than bodybuilding. This is like, Scott, every single day of yours looks the exact same. Mm-hmm. The structure is the exact same. Mm-hmm. We wake up pretty early. We get to work. We work until we literally cannot fucking focus on work anymore. And our minds have gone completely crazy. Mm-hmm. At this point, we've probably had a few meetings. We've had a couple phone calls. We've had just a lot of work to mm-hmm. do. We go to the gym, leave the gym, come back. And guess what we do? Work. Same fucking thing. Yep. We do every single day. Yep. You and I are high achievers. Mm-hmm. We're out here trying to impact and change literally like the world mm-hmm. through fitness, through our podcasts, mm-hmm. through hyperdrive, mm-hmm. through iron intellects. Mm-hmm. Every day is the same. Jeff Bezos isn't just out here chasing excitement. Yeah. Every single day he has tasks that are mundane that he has to do. And if he does not do them to the absolute highest of his capabilities with the most focus that he can give to it, Mm -hmm. guess what's going to happen with Amazon? It's going to tank. Yes. Even Amazon. If the owner, if the head of that company, I believe he's still the head of the company, right? If the head of that company loses the Tate, loses the desire to be the absolute best. Yeah. Guess what? Amazon's not going to be the best anymore. And one day it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, one day well, Amazon's no, what's going to happen biggest. is, yeah, he's going to let the gas, he's going to take the gas yeah. off a little bit and, and someone's going to pass. And you'll see, That's what's and you'll happen. see it happen. And that always happens. Though. It it's happens natural every time. Yeah. But if you're someone trying to achieve at the highest level, you can't just have variance in your days. Yeah. You need to have such set structure that anything except for growth isn't even optional. If, if you're just chilling there, like during this quarantine, you're just like, you don't have work or anything to do. If you're just chilling there, like lounging around, laying around like all day, every day and like not really getting much done. Oh, dude, you're missing out on such a huge opportunity. Yeah. You're missing out on so much opportunity. And you're like, well, what do I do? What do I have to do? Like, give me something to do. Where do I have to start? Yeah. What do you mean? Build something. Figure it out. Literally build something. What do you like? Figure out. You know how people are making impact in the most unconventional ways right now? Why Mm -hmm. can't you? Mm -hmm. Like literally what's stopping you other than you? Yeah. So you're not even digging. You're not even diving deep enough into yourself. You're not even trying to explore yourself. You're not even trying to discover anything new about yourself. You're just like stuck in this little fucking rhythm of not fucking doing or achieving anything. And you're one of these people that's like, man, eating like a dog sounds terrible. You don't need excitement. You need fucking achievement. Achievement actually equates to something. Excitement is a short term boost. Mm -hmm. Excitement's like motivation. People who are always searching for motivation in the gym. Those are people who always need this fucking excitement. Like, when's my next cheat meal? Literally fucking never your whole life's been a cheat meal yeah. i'm looking for fucking achievement dude yeah. i want to see you fucking accomplish something and yeah. like hey there's bragging rights because yo guess who did this i did it yeah. and people just don't want that bad enough because that's a process yeah they want the instant gratification they don't want the process mm-hmm. they just want to be patted on the back and told they're a good boy yeah they don't want to do all the good boy things that a good boy has to do <laughs> <laughs> this is what a condescending episode <laughs> i love this 
I'm having so much fun, dude. But to, your, but to your point, that end achievement, that end goal is so much greater oh, and yeah. feels so much greater oh, yeah. than that than the short excitement. term excitement. Yeah. Yeah. The excitement comes and goes. Homie achievement is forever. I'm Mr. Ohio forever. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I used to be a guy in the gym who would train really, really hard. And it was just back in college when the bro science stuff I was telling you, I was learning about. Yeah. And it was like, man, I trained really hard today. I can go eat a cheeseburger. Dude, it I was like every fucking day, every single day. Cause you needed the instant. That was literally, I did cardio today. I can drink. Yeah. 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 That was you chasing the excitement. Where'd that get you? Like, yeah, you're gonna make a little bit of progress, Yeah, but you're, well, you're only making progress because you're 19 year old man yeah, with yeah. testosterone <laughs> raging through your body. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But at some point you've got to be able to fucking embrace the process. And mm -hmm. you know what I noticed about everyone on Twitter? It's like, you know, man, when you pull up someone's social media, it's, it's, it's amazing how you can do this. Cause we've talked about when someone walks into the room, you can tell so much about them. Yeah. Man, when you pull up someone's social media, you can tell a lot about them immediately, immediately. Yeah. And like you go to all these people pages and it's like, damn, you're like, you're sharing celebrity gossip. You're sharing your thoughts on the bachelor. Or like, like you can just tell like, man, there is nothing yeah. worth like, like there's just nothing worth happening here. Yeah. And you know what? You know, it's funny. This is one of those points. Mm -hmm. This is one of those points in the podcast that people get fucking offended. Okay. And people turn it the fuck off. Okay. And people are like, fuck them. Yeah. Like I talk about celebrity news. I talk about fucking one star. Talk about, yeah. One star. This is the, the point in that fucking podcast. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong for that. I'm just saying we can't see eye to eye, mm -hmm. but I would love to be able to see eye to eye with you. There's, there's a chair for you at the table. Yeah. Like, you know, come on up, yep. you know, g come on up, elevate yourself and you'll understand what I mean because people who are putting enough energy to give their insight on the bachelor mm -hmm. on social media mm -hmm. aren't putting enough insight into a brand they could be building. Yeah. And yes, you can build a brand. You don't have any incentive or motivation to build a brand. I can't relate. Well, you're you're probably not on this podcast. You're not looking at the long-term vision. Yeah. They're, they're, you, you're just lacking. Like if you're fine that, living in this cage, that achievement that you're yeah. trying to find, they just, they're not looking there. They're not looking there. They, they don't want that. God. Yeah. But those people don't really listen to this podcast. I don't think. Well, if they do, you hopefully they turn. Ho hopefully they turn, but maybe probably haven't got 21 episodes deep. Like still letting me yeah. fucking roast you every <laughs> podcast. And I'm not here trying to roast people. You know what I'm here for? I'm here trying to roast my old self. Because yeah. I saw my old self do all the things that you guys are confused by. Y'all send me these messages on Instagram. And dude, I see every single one. I'm just like, dude, that's awesome. Well, and y'all tell me you get pissed off. Y'all yeah. telling me that when you're listening to the shit we talk about, that it yeah. makes you fucking fired up. But you don't turn it off because you know you need it. I needed it too. I'm talking yeah. to my old self. Yeah. I did all the shit you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. I used to fucking do that shit. The excuses you're making. I used to make them the lack of vision you have. I used to fucking have that. Mm -hmm. Like we were in the same place. I make this podcast cause I'm roasting my old self. Yeah. So don't sit here and act like you can't change. My favorite, uh, DMs are the ones that say like, I was shaking my head along with yep. that one. Yep. Yeah. I was shaking my head a lot with that one. Yeah. And you know, uh, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Like I, I, too. I, I, I enjoyed when you guys saw this, but like it shows dude, growth, it, it does, it does. And it shows that you're selfless enough to understand. You're also introspective enough to understand, fuck, I need that. Yeah. Like I have to get there. Yeah. But also, you know, I think what sucks about the podcast, like I hope this, these aren't used as short term motivation. I don't think they are because yeah. I see people making Instagram posts and tagging me in it. Mm -hmm. That was a quote 
quote from a while back. And they're like, this one's been resonating with me for three weeks. And like all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, he thought about it for three weeks. That ain't motivation. That's incentive. Yeah. And now you understand. There are quite a few people that messaged me far more or less than you, yeah. but have mentioned that they listen multiple times. So yeah. They'll save it and they'll listen to it again. And that cool in a certain scenario. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that shit. And every single time it happens, I just like, it honestly makes me feel really fucking good about myself. Yeah. But Eating like a dog. The people on Twitter who got pissed about that, they can't understand. They don't see the vision. They don't understand where the light at the end of the tunnel is. And, you know, you people listening to here, you probably do. You're probably someone who's a high achiever. You're striving for more. You need to have more. You crave just getting in deeper and see how far you can go. But understand this. This is one of the reasons why I'm so anti-business coach as well. The fancy approaches and bullshit don't fucking work. Like literally what's tried and true. Mm -hmm. How do you become a great bodybuilder? You eat wholesome, very nutritious meals. You see how far you can push your body. How, how strong can you get with a barbell in your hand? Mm -hmm. How, how well can you sleep? Like there's not these magical drugs either. Everyone's using the same drugs. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got the same fucking shit that they're capable of using when it's time to diet. You push. It doesn't matter where your fucking food goes. You push. It doesn't matter how you fucking feel. You push. You get on the Stairmaster, you do the fucking Stairmaster for the exact time your coach has you doing it. All of a sudden, you show up, you win because you did every single thing the right fucking way. How do you build a successful business? Two episodes ago, we told you how. You do that shit. Every single business you look up to, every single person on Instagram that has all this influence and makes all this money, has all these nice fucking things, guess what they fucking did? They're the same shit that we talked to you about. No one got seven. No one built a seven figure business off hiring a fucking business coach. Yeah. And y'all looking for these fancy approaches because there's the immediate gratification of you did something and now you can text someone and tell them that you did it yeah. and they're going to call you a good boy. Yeah. That's literally what fucking happens here. That's literally, that's what business coaching yeah. is. But no it. one who fucking got Andy Frisella didn't hire a fucking business coach. Dude. Like yeah. Andy Frisella started with nothing. It's I started not pretty. with nothing. And it's, oh, it's, it's ugly. not pretty. What is Andy Frisella's? What he always said, uh, he remembers when him and his brother were sleeping in the back of the shop, yeah. the supplement shop, one hundred on like the mattress on the floor. Yeah, and they would. That's all they had. I remember going grocery shopping at my grandparents' house, man. I remember going grocery shopping at my yeah. basement. I remember listening to my mom just cry in her fucking room, and I was yeah. like, "Man, one day it ain't gonna be like that anymore." Yeah, and you know, my mom's crushing it, but if she wasn't crushing it, it wouldn't be like that anymore. Yeah, it's and not I easy. Promise her, it's it's not fucking easy. You come up and lose all your fucking friends. Your friends are out here chasing excitement. You're out here chasing achievement, and you just can't see eye to eye on it anymore. Mm-hmm. your vision is so far surpassed theirs they just want the next high and you just want the next w mm-hmm. like you got to realign you, you, you can't be aligned with duds if you're trying to be amongst the stars you yeah. really fucking can't and you have to take that initiative to yourself but every single day in your life's going to look the exact fucking same you know what happens over time though every single day gets a little bit brighter you know why it gets a little bit brighter it's not because you're making more money it's not because people are praising every fucking step you make it's not because people tune in and give your podcast five stars mm-hmm. It's because that fucking impact, that fucking star that you're getting close to becoming is just glowing fucking brighter. The impact's getting deeper. Your your mission, your purpose is being fucking fulfilled. And I promise you, no one's fucking purpose is fulfilled by cash. It's fulfilled by what you are doing. And that's why, dude. I mean, we can make millions offering the scam business coaching. We can make Hell millions yeah. offering, you know, all this shit. Yeah. But we don't fucking do that. And mm-hmm. you're not going to fucking do that. Like you listen to this podcast. You're probably someone who has pretty fucking decent morals. Yeah. Or she wouldn't fucking be here. Well, have you ever looked know. at a business? Yeah. Well, have you ever looked at a business that you look at and think, 
That looks like a shitty business. Every time. Or that looks like a You know why? It's because they're trying to be fancy. Yeah. Every single time I see this fancy approach. Yeah. Dude, it never works. It doesn't work. You don't have to be fancy. Mm -hmm. The tried and true is already done. The market doesn't change that much. Markets change over decades, not months. Yeah. And like you're trying to do all this fancy shit. Text me. Here's my number. And, you know, they have that text service. I, I, You know, the only reason that hyperdrive and. Iron Intellects are doing what they're doing is because they're on the backbone of Team Haley. Exactly. Which was years and years and years of building. Yeah. So a, a long time. And, and it's not even, I mean, you're not going to, we're not stopping. Fuck no. We got decades to go. Dude, I just feel sorry for people who like are rooting against us. Yeah. You know what's funny? Someone called Mark Tominic a sellout, not to his face. They had uh, to, to one my of my jaw just dropped. Yeah, to one of his because he works with me. And it's like, you know what my sense of accomplishment was? I built my brand up to a place where people think if they're aligned with me, they're a sellout. That says so much about me. Yeah. That says so much about what I've done. That's the epitome also, of a hater. It's the epitome <laughs> of fucking hater because you could have done it too. Yeah. And you're still suck selling fucking supplements in Columbus, Ohio. Dude. So listen to this fucking podcast. And you know what? Fuck you. Mark's not a sellout. He's just doing the right not fucking things, Not even close, man. Man. Hell no. If you're aligned with me, you're doing the right shit. God, it ain't about cash. One person who I don't think ever would be considered a sellout is Mark Tomlin. I know. Jesus. Like, holy shit. On the list of people who yeah. I consider a sellout. Yeah, he's very far down there. The fancy approaches, the bullshit, you guys, it doesn't work. Stay with the tried and true. So the people who get all butthurt and offended over a tweet that's talking about literally sacrificing things in order to achieve a higher goal... You probably don't understand what sacrifice is, what sacrifice is about. And I want to ask you, what are you willing to give up? How far are you willing to go? What are you willing to sacrifice? If if you're elevating and your friends are just you know looking for their next high, are you able to sacrifice all of them to look out for your best self and your best interests? Sacrifice is a huge part of this. And it goes back to eating like a dog. You know, every single day, every single meal, dude. I could just run down to Freddy's and get a fucking burger and fries and a shake. Mm-hmm. I can do that four times a day, mm-hmm. but I can hit my, hit my meals that way. But what do I know about that? That pulls me further away from my goals. That does not fuel my goals. It's not good for my digestion. There's not a good micronutrient profile in those. It's not going to be good for my sleep or recovery because cortisol is going to skyrocket with digestion being subpar. I understand that my goals require certain elements mm-hmm. and one of the huge elements is sacrificing i mean how much did i miss during prep i mean holy shit dude like i didn't go out with any of my friends you know i was seeing i was with wit and rhett the other night yeah and uh and i met you know we're gonna see you in a long ass time it was before i started prep yeah and i was like dude it was why you know they're asking about it. Wit, what's a competitor as well she okay. competes in bikini okay and they were asking about it. And I was like, dude, it just honestly got to a point where like this, I just became so obsessed with this one thing yeah. that the rest of my life just stopped and tuned out. And you know what? Like looking back, there's not a single, I would sacrifice five times more. Yeah. I sacrificed a whole ass relationship. Yeah. A relationship that, you know, we were pretty far in. Yeah. We were yeah. like, there was investment. Wow. Talk about investment. I, uh, and I gave it up. It's yeah. gone. I, but I had this goal yeah, and that was standing in the way and I got to fucking win this shit. Yeah. And I would not change that for anything. Dude, I know you're not, you know, close to your entire, your full family yeah. line. Um, 
I would say you're pretty decent. He's pretty good. Man. Yeah. No. So like we, we, every, you know, my, my dad's side was the family. We would always go every holiday. Of course. A couple of birthdays. Cause we're all in the same city too. Back of in course. Illinois. Um, man, we would see each other eight times a year. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's, eight that's to 10. Good. Eight to 10. Yeah. 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 And, uh, all of them now always either Facebook message me because some of them are in their 60s okay. um, or text me or something like, when are you coming home? When are you going to come visit? All this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to, yeah. but like what you're saying, what are you giving up? Well, I'm yeah. not going to go back. I, I haven't seen my sister in like three or four years. Damn, really? Yeah. Fuck. Well, on I guess FaceTime. I haven't like either. Yeah, I just FaceTime. No, I just saw mine. You just saw her. But before yeah. that, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. She's, I mean, so far away. Yeah. And like that time commitment to Dude. go and come back. And, and, and I want to be, if I'm going to go, I'm going to be invested in yep. spend time. Yep. Not, not just go to, not go to work. Yeah. You know, and then come back. Dude, you know what's super wild? I was just thinking about this uh, yesterday, actually, when, when I was driving. I forget where I was driving to. Um, so my uncle Tom and aunt Terry. So my aunt Terry is my dad's sister. Okay. And my uncle Tom's obviously, um, her husband. And so there's four cousins on that side. There's, uh, Ryan and Michael and then Tyler and Krista. Me and Tyler were super close growing up. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, me and Ryan got a lot closer, like as we grew up Mm -hmm. and Michael and I were like, never really that close. Michael, like by the time I was old enough to be close to Michael, like he was like, uh, he was uh, in the military okay. and he was like serving. So he wasn't around. At yeah. Time. Yeah. And then my sister and Krista were like best friends growing up or super tight growing up. Yeah. And I was just seeing the other day that, man, dude, like, like they, you know, they also get together for holidays. Yep. So yep. I was like, man, I would just, I would, I, I want to see them so bad. Yeah. And like I started thinking about it the other day, like I haven't seen them in forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we text here and there, they sure. see everything on Instagram, Facebook, but like I haven't seen them. Dude, I, Man, I haven't seen them in like six years. Wow. And they're incredibly, you know, they, they mean a ton to me. Like yeah. I fucking love them. Yeah. But there's, and I was just thinking, there's a big ass vision in play. <laughs> dude. And like, I was thinking, like, wonder when I'll be able to just like, like, what if I could just sneak away for a weekend and, mm. you know, go see them? Yeah. And it's like, it's literally, like it's not and like what sucks is like it sounds so easy. They know on it paper, sounds so on paper, easy. it sounds so easy. Like what do you mean you don't have a weekend? No, we don't have an hour. Yeah. Like dude. that's what sucks. Yeah. And like what sucks is like, I know they know I'm busy and like, mm-hmm. I know they see all the things, but I know they don't understand. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm sure they don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah, it's uh, my, gra- my grandpa, my dad's dad. Yeah. He's like, I kind of don't know what you do. That's yeah. He's like, yeah, can you describe yeah. what you do? And I said, Grandpa, put it in simple terms. I take yeah. photos. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. take photos. That's hilarious. Yeah. And and like that none of them have any clue what I do. Yeah. Not, none of them, like they if you ask them what I did, they would have no idea how to describe it. They yeah. would just probably say I was like in fitness. Or yeah. Like something. Is it? Um, or like a gym owner, I guess it's like yeah. an easy oh, way yeah. to put it now. Um, new, ti- new title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't even come close to like saying oh, what I actually do. And I was like, man, I just want to see them so bad. Yep. And you know, I kind of had to come to terms like grasp the reality of the sacrifices that I'm making for this fucking huge vision. Yeah. Is like, man, you just don't know if you're going to see them. You mm-hmm. don't really like know when that's going to be. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's tough and like, that's rough and that sucks, you know, really bad, but it's just, I get it's part of sacrifice, man. And like a lot of people listen to this, they're not going to understand. Yeah. A lot of people won't understand that. But you know, if you were in Scott and I's shoes, like you would know, yeah. you knew a click. It's like, no, this, you can't yeah. pull away. You have to, it, something inside of you. Yeah. Tells you you have to do it. Yeah. 
like what I just told you I'm doing before, before we started this. 100%. Something inside of me is like, you just got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. And like with that, you just had, if we're not here, yeah. we're not getting better. Mm-hmm. If we're not getting better, it's giving everyone else who's behind us because nobody's fucking above us. Yeah. But there's a lot of people behind us who are really fucking good. Yeah. And it's allowing them two days to catch up. It, we can't have that. Yeah. Like, we, we can't afford that. Yep. Like we, it's pedals to the metal literally every single day. Yeah. I was FaceTime my mom last week and she was super stressed about working on the weekend. <laughs> and like I... <laughs> Sometimes I forget what day it is. I know. And like, you know, she doesn't understand. Sure. She, sure. I, I think she has a good, she has a, a much better understanding than anyone else. Of course. But like, and like, like my sister, like my sister just calls me. Yeah. And she doesn't understand. I just can't talk. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah. Or, or like, like often. I'm pretty sure my family stopped trying to connect with me because <laughs> yeah. they, I, every time I'm just like, yeah. I can't talk right now. I know. And, but like, that's part of that sacrifice. And no, like yeah. I definitely understand and see the side of like, don't ever be too busy for the ones you love. And it's not that at all. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not too busy to send some voice memos back and forth. I'm not too busy FaceTime for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy to talk for an hour though. Yeah. And it's not always going to be like that. You know, it's going to settle down eventually, mm-hmm. but like you got to ride that fucking high. And like, that's what I want to ask you guys. What are you willing to sacrifice? How much are you willing to sacrifice? How far are you willing to go? Cause if, if your vision does not align with what you are willing to sacrifice, you are basing your vision upon something that's not real. Mm-hmm. That is just base. It's, it's, it's not based in actuality. Yeah. It's, it's based on what you see, think would just be nice yeah. to have. And that's not how this shit works. That's not how high achievement works. Mm-hmm. You have to sacrifice a fucking lot. And you know what? When I'm fucking 60 years old and my family and I don't speak anymore, or some of them have moved on. I have to be able to assess and be comfortable enough with the fact that I sacrificed all that for this. Yeah. You know, it was your choice. It was my choice. And it was their choice to separate. Yeah. 100%. If that would be the case. And, and I just have to be comfortable with that. And, you know, to a lot of people, that sounds scary as fuck. Yeah. But over time I've just kind of become comfortable with it. You know, like my family's here. Yeah. My family's y'all and Peyton, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's my, and fucking Athena, fucking adorable ass, even though she we, uh, caught her fucking chewing on the fucking, uh, on the deck today. Again? Yeah. Well, that's the first time I caught her. Oh. Megan caught her last time. I've you know, caught her before. You know, May, oh, really? Yep. And, you know, Megan's little, you know, she's like, Athena, no. And I'm like, Athena. Hammer down. <laughs> Man, when she hears dad's angry voice. Yeah. Ooh, so she won't be doing that anymore. Savannah and I have this little blackboards in our office yeah yeah and i wrote uh we, we started to use it we tried to use it as our accountability for like our day-to-day activities of course didn't work of course um, <laughs> but i ended up writing like our vi- what our vision was i love and that. what we were working at. so every yeah. day that's on there now so it's like a vision board kind of i guess yeah. we just write like it says ss scott and savannah i love right? that and then everything every single business we want to do yeah the friends that are on there yeah. all that stuff and the people involved in each one of those yep. the people like those circles yeah we keep it on there. Is my name on there? Mm-hmm. Fork. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I had to expand it because TM turned into TMHDII. <laughs> and we aren't done yet. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, EI coming as well sometime this year. EI and then. And everyone's going to be like, what's EI? Whatever else. People who've been paying extremely close attention know what EI is. You dropped it once. But yeah, you have to be paying such close <laughs> attention. Yeah, I'll be impressed. If you know what EI is, message me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram. I'd love go. to know. So what I want to leave you with. 
I'm pretty sure we got our fucking point across what eating like a dog is like. It's yeah. about way more than food. Yep. Saying about food, homie. This is about your life. You yeah. gotta be ready to achieve. You gotta be ready to sacrifice. You gotta be ready to do the fucking mundane tasks over and over and over and over and over again. If you want to be someone who's remembered, if you want to be someone who stands out, if you want to be someone that has a real impact on other people, if you believe in yourself enough to be impactful and you believe in yourself enough and you, you don't always base uh, your emotions with yourself in logic, but just maybe more so aligning with your huge vision, like what Scott and I've talked about. Like, by the way, I truly think that would be a great president. Um, if you have that kind of belief in yourself, dude, you got to go for it. man. Here's what we want you to do. Yeah. In the review. Give us yeah. a review and just put voted. Dude, <laughs> if you would vote for me, well, you need to know my platform. I can give you a, I can give you a podcast on what my platform okay. would be. That'd be a fun one. <laughs> Here's Justin's platform. The hypothetical. The hypothetical the president. Yeah, the hypothetical <laughs> platform. You know, what's funny is like, it would probably be pretty fucking in line with what most, the, the, the folks who we vote for, they're yeah. so detached from reality. Yeah. They're just like not even close to us. Well, I, I think it's that's their sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It Honestly, is their sacrifice. When you're in the when you're in that house. Yeah. Yeah. If what else? I mean, you have no other thing around you to yeah. tell what's going on. Literally yeah. nothing in that wild. So I want to leave you with this. Number one, excuses are for losers. If you find yourself making excuses to why I can't do this or why this just can't happen for me or like that person has this and I don't have that, you are a loser. You can't change that. I used to be that. I used to fucking be that way. I was a loser. I was a hater. I Dude, who I used to be was not. If you had met me six years ago and you would meet me now side by side, you'd be like, no way. I was really jealous. So jealous, yeah. dude. Oh my God, dude. My jealousy would like turn into this crippling anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I was actually taking medication for it mm. uh, in college for my anxiety. But what triggered it every time was jealousy. Really? Isn't that funny? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, I'm, I'm a very anxious person, but anxiety, sure. like in a good way. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you have good anxieties and bad anxieties. I'm, yeah. I'm incredibly anxious all the time for very good things for yeah. great purpose. You know, it was funny. As soon as I became comfortable with myself, you know, when the last time I had an anxiety attack, dude, that was like three and a half years ago. Damn. When I finally became comfortable with myself, all yeah. of a sudden I didn't need medication anymore. Yeah. And that fucking wild. That's wild. I was like, dude, I used it to, means that much though. I believe that I had seasonal depression disorder. Oh, definitely. At in college, I, yeah. Because like I, I, I truly feel like the inside of me was telling me, this is not the direction you're supposed this to go. Is not the I could not agree with that more. Yeah, and I definitely since, had that ever since. Like we've been doing this. Yep. You never had that. Yeah. Ever since moving to Austin, I haven't had it. Isn't also that amazing. True. Also yeah, true. I had it real bad in Ohio. So like, man, the weather turned to shit, and everything got kind of dreary and depressing around you. Yeah. And man, my mood would go too. Yeah, like you wouldn't see sunlight for days. That's one of my triggers. Is like to know if it's a good or bad decision. Yeah, it's like if it's like when I was at my old job. Yeah, if I started getting this like really bad anxiety, really, of course. you know, really big, big, a lot of fear. Of course, and that would tell me like. This is probably not what you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And picking up on those cues and being able to adjust and adapt to those cues, being an adaptable human. I talk about that all the time. Yeah. Being an adaptable human. That is so fucking important. Yeah. Like throw us in any environment. We're going to be able to tell you pretty fucking quick what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, man, that's fun to think back on, man. Man, I would be so sad in Ohio. And then I moved to Austin, it's just sunny and happy and everyone's fit and in shape. And it's like, fuck, yeah. I'm happy and I'm sunny and I'm healthy. And, you know, and that yeah. well, that's yeah. a lot to think about. Um, chasing excitement. Chasing excitement is also for losers. This doesn't mean you can't have fun. This doesn't mean you can't do fun things. They have to be part of the vision. They have to be part can of we, the plan. Can we change that? Yeah. About chasing short-term Chasing excitement. short-term excitement. I, I do like that more. Yeah. I'm chasing the excitement of that next dub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So ch- chasing or meaningless or empty. Empty. I like that one. Empty excitement. Yeah. Chasing empty excitement I like is that one. definitely for losers. Mm-hmm. There's no benefit here. Yeah. You know, I do like that because like when I go out to see a fucking DJ perform and fucking that's exciting. That's a good, my that's a head good memory. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm also doing it and I utilize MDMA mm-hmm. and I roll in those circumstances. Yeah. Because I want to be able to tap into myself too. Yeah. Dude. In in the music and in the lights and in the environment and in the energy with a psychedelic that allows me to explore myself. Yeah. I every single time I come out further ahead. Every single time I'm more in tune with myself, my wants, my needs, my ego, my spiritual, my physical, my mental, I'm able to assess myself in the, in this environment because of this thing. That's very exciting. Yeah. It's extremely exciting. So that's not really empty excitement, I guess. So I'm glad that we reworded that. One of mine for excitement that people gave me shit about a lot is that they think I'm obsessed with the materialistic things because I like cars. <laughs> But for no, me, you just like cars for me. This, this is going to sound super interesting. Yeah. Uh, I heard I was, I, I really fascinated by uh Ferrari and the yeah. of Ferrari. Yeah. And for me, man, getting in it, that's why I drive stick shift. Mm-hmm. I don't drive it because I, mean, I drive it because it's fun, mm-hmm. but I like it because I feel like I'm part of the car. I love that. I love that so I, much. I man. am. So like, just like a car is a mechanism machine working together. I am part of that mechanism and that car is not going to move. Unless the machine of me gets inside that car and then I become one with that car. That's excitement to me. That car pulling. It's funny because I feel I feel that shit with cars, too. Yeah. I love the nice cars. I love the things I when I'm driving my car, I'm every day, dude. Even still, I'm so fascinated that this machine was crafted by man Mm -hmm. to be this efficient, to be this durable to be this this it's a piece of art cool, it, dude it is every yeah. time i see that fucking car i'm like yeah. dude it's artwork yeah and on a beautiful canvas yeah and the point of here is not like cars are cool the point is that that's another level of excitement that's it not is. empty excitement no, so not like at all. if someone's telling you that what you like is empty excitement assess it for yourself if it First. falls in line with your vision, it ain't yeah. empty. Yeah. It ain't Assess empty. it for yourself because no one can tell you what's excitement truly yeah. to you. Yeah. But if you, if it's because you want to get some clout because you're driving yeah. around your $100,000 car yeah. or you rented your $100,000 car oh my God, that's so popular to show to off. Yeah. That's empty. 100% it's empty. And you know what? Something I just thought about, something I just noticed. Mm. The, the We were talking about the vision. 
with that. If mm-hmm. something falls in line with your vision, then it's not empty. It's very full. Mm-hmm. I think the more people who are telling you your vision's crazy or who are laughing at you or who are giving you comments, the more people doing that, the way better your vision is. Yeah. You're breaking that mold. Yeah. If no one's telling you your vision is crazy, then you're part of the mold. Yeah. If everyone's telling your vision's fucking nuts, you're breaking the mold and making them feel insecure because they know they can't see the same things you're seeing and they know they're not willing to get as uncomfortable as you are mm-hmm. to achieve the things that you need to achieve. Yeah. So use that as a measuring stick too for sure suffer now live a champion who's that come from you know muhammad ali mm. he was like there you know the context of it was there's a lot of days he doesn't want to do mm-hmm. what what needed to be done yeah but if he suffers now he gets to live forever as a champion in a contest prep if you suffer for 16 weeks and you win that show you get to live the rest of your life having that title. Yeah. Like you said, you're Mr. I'm Mr. Ohio. Ohio forever. Yep. And that you're part of a really dope group of people. Extremely. Who are Mr. Ohio. Accomplished. Yeah. The Mr. Ohio title is nothing to bad an eye on. Isn't Arnold in that? Um, no, no, no. Arnold's not in that. But Arnold's first win was in Columbus. That's why the Arnold's That's why it's, Okay. Super. Okay. So the, the Mr. Ohio is, uh, how old is it? I believe it's 16 or 18 years old. Okay. Um, and the list is very distinguished. Like being Mr. Ohio is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, that that's something that I have forever. And that's why I want to win Mr. USA really bad. Yep. Because that's something that I will have forever. Yeah. And I mean, Chris, he's Olympia. Yeah, Chris is Mr. Olympia forever. Yep. Like how nuts is that, dude? That's dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. When you achieve something, that achievement is in your back pocket. It is part of who you are. It presents itself at the door alongside you. Mm-hmm. That's now what you're known by. And when you're achieving something that's that notable, it took a lot of sacrifice. You suffered and then you reaped the reward of that suffer. And most folks aren't willing to go there. If you're willing to go there, then you're going to see really good things come your way. But you got to understand what suffer means, man. Suffer doesn't mean it's a little bit uncomfortable. Suffer means extreme sacrifice. Suffer means extreme in all aspects, all variables. It is extreme. It is pellet and metal. It is absolutely emptying your energy tank every single day. Because if you leave some energy tank in that tank, it's some energy in that tank every single day. And people below you are emptying their tank every day. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. It's only a matter of time you're going to get past. Yep. Sacrifice. Suffer. Be a champion. That's what we're about. That's what I'm about. Episode 21 in the books. We will see you Friday.